We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014. Period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. We're live. We're fucking back. Another episode of, well, yeah, well, you and I are live. (laughs) It's not live for the audience. Uh, That's too much pressure. Um, I don't know. The big thing is like, I don't, we don't even edit anything out. Like, like, I know, dude, (laughs) I know, (laughs) but our schedules are so like up in the air that we're just like, uh, we can't set a direct schedule. Yeah. Like, well, I'll tell you like, so generally me and Luke, for the longest time, we didn't even communicate when we were going to record. We just assumed it was going to be on Friday. We didn't. Yeah. We never told each other like, "Hey, let's record Friday." Like nothing like that, unless like you were going to Vegas or like maybe I had something going on. Then it'd be yeah. like, "Hey, we got to record early this week," and we just assumed whenever we were all we had a guest. on Friday, or yeah, or if we have a guest, then we kind of plan in advance a little bit. Um, but yeah, that like we don't ever schedule anything now with like now i can't really do fridays at this moment right now so now it's just like whatever hey can you do it today okay yeah let's go i got free time (laughs) it's nothing i was like i i know i texted you yesterday and i was like hey when do you want to record and you took it as today or well yesterday and i was like no just like when can you record now (laughs) like because it's not fridays anymore i know it's not fridays it yeah, was like, yeah. when can you record? And you're like, oh, Monday through Thursday, any day, any time, or like, yeah. you know, after the times that we both get home. But yeah. Um, so live shows aren't going to be a thing for a while. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, we just, yeah, there's no way that we were either, maybe we need to plan it out better, but there's just no way that we can do it. And I feel like if we do a live show, we kind of have to do it a little later than we kind of yeah. like to record. Because I feel like if we did it right now, when we typically record, like people would still be at work or doing other shit in the day and it would not be like a good time at all. And I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like live shit is in the foreseeable future, you know, down the line and foreseeable future for us is like five years. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, everyone? Let me take a second and tell you about our new sponsor, David Day. He offers a legal protection membership that gives you access to attorneys 24-7 for as little as a dollar a day. When you're pulled over, don't talk to the police. Shut the fuck up and call your attorney. When a company screws you over, don't try to call and fight them. Have your attorney write them a letter. Take action to be the man of your house and protect your family from the worst aspects of the state. Visit David's website at davidday.com backslash bullet so that he knows we sent you. Um, that website is david, D-A-V-I-D-D-D, 
A-Y.com backslash bullet. Uh, let him know that we sent you and uh, hope he protects everything you need out there. Dude, well, and that's the thing. It's like <laughs> the best time to go live is, you know, like I think it's, I think it's like seven Eastern. So it's like four here or something like that. But that's like right when you're eating dinner. And if we go later, then it's right when I'm eating dinner. And I'm like, I got to cook. Like, I don't, like, I'm not, like, I can't do that. Like, I'm I'm not giving up my meal for this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like, maybe, maybe we can do something where we schedule one once a month or something. Maybe we can figure that out. Like, I think we can maybe narrow down one day a month of like we're going live and and actually do five. it for our patreons so we we have a reason to be a patreon <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> yeah um well we also need to figure out a better way to do that too i don't know uh you know it's fucking we don't know what the fuck we're doing here we just come on here and bullshit every week so we've been winging it from the start and we haven't stopped yet <laughs> yeah and it's worked out well enough so far so i'm going to continue to do so <laughs> um the things that we were going to bullshit about today are trump and it being all trump's fault like literally everything is oh yeah 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 and i'm not a, i'm not a, like this <laughs> everybody's going to think i'm being sarcastic and it's like well then the national debt Trump's fault. Uh, Not all of it, but a large portion of it over the last three years, Trump's fault. Um, Vaccinations that were rushed through uh, lessened FDA protocols, Trump's fault. Uh, Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can blame Biden for the mandate on vaccinations. And I understand the pressure that was put on trump from the cathedral and the left being a large portion of that uh but the right didn't stop it from happening it either yeah there's uh, only like a few right wingers that were adamantly against the lockdowns that were adamantly against the spending that were against you know all the even the mandates even the mandates and yeah you know, there's a few good ones. Don't get me wrong. Like Thomas Massey, when he came out and was like, yo, I'm ma-, like he made all of them come back to Washington and vote for this like two trillion dollar spending bill. Like that was badass of him. And I'm sure his colleague Republican colleagues even didn't like him very much for doing that. Yeah. And I think he was like one of the only ones that voted against it. So like. Yeah. And like when whenever like the height of everything, like Donald Trump's the one that authorized the emergency or whatever so then governors were allowed to lock down and like you said he he pushed the spending bill not only did he push it he was bragging about it he bragged he was like this is the biggest bill ever this is going to help us and so like there is a lot of fault that falls on donald trump but i will just say that once the democrats took over uh, they put the pedal to the metal. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They took they took everything that Trump was doing and was like, "Bet now we're gonna do it our way." So it looks like we're the heroes, and they put yep. their pedal to the metal. And now, and now, when all this shit is coming out about the vaccinations and um the problem with them and what's actually happening with them, now they're gonna flip it back on Trump. 
They're going to flip yeah. it back on Trump. Let me see if I can find that one article it, I sent. It's it's that Politico article. I have it pulled yeah. up already. Oh, do you? Just read the headline because that was the best part. The headline was the best part. Okay, so this is from Politico. And it's uh, Trump White House ex- exerted pressure on the FDA for COVID-19 emergency use authorization House report finds. And it's like... They're going to use this. They're going to use, and that's what's frustrating is like they acted like they weren't calling for that shit. They're going to act like they never called for that shit and that Trump did it himself and it was a unilateral authority that he unjustly wielded. And they're going to try and blame everything that happened on Trump because of all the crap that's coming out about uh, with the vaccines. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it was Trump's fault. It was Trump's fault. But let's and, not act like none of y'all motherfuckers were saying he wasn't doing it fast enough. This needed to be done forever ago. He's dragging his feet. Da 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 da. And it I it frustrates me so bad. <laughs> yeah, and they they I mean a lot of at first I think a lot of the Democrats were like, I'm not gonna trust this Trump vaccine or whatever. Yeah. Biden Kamala said it. Harris, Kamala he, said he, it. He, yep. I think Nancy Pelosi even said it, like all these people. And then all of a sudden Biden's in the White House and it's like, everyone get your vaccine. We need it. You know, and now I feel like, you know, I think a little bit before it was like kind of not necessarily that we can't talk about this stuff, but we had to be a little bit more cautious when we talked about this stuff. especially like dance during, around it. Dance around and like use uh, like, you know, synonyms and stuff, other things that you know, vacation, not vaccination. But now all these fucking websites and social media, they're rolling back that shit. Like they're not going to enforce COVID misinformation. Paul. I mean, I'm sure there's some stuff they're probably still going to enforce, but like now you can question the mask, you know, just two years or two and a half years later. Now we can question the mask. Luke, And, and, and it's now okay. we can question. It's not being yeah. a white supremacist to question the mask now. Yeah. It's just so crazy that like, you know, and yeah, and uh, I hate to say people like people lost their jobs over this shit. Yeah, people lost their jobs, like all this stuff. And like there was, you know, like, don't get me wrong. I could kind of in some sense, if this vaccine was everything they told us it would be, then, yeah, I would understand a little if if COVID was as bad as they made it out to be and the vaccine was as effective as they made it out to be, then I can understand why why pushing it so drastically like COVID, the way they made COVID seem was like, there's literally dead bodies piling up on the street every day. Like that's how bad yeah. they made this thing out to be. And then they made this vaccine out to be like the end all be all like you get this, you, and they, I remember when they first pushed it, you can't get COVID like you COVID's gone. There's no getting COVID anymore. But now that became that quickly fell apart like so fast and like all this shit and like, it's so it's just so crazy because it's like it's like i don't know how else to explain it. it's like a, a mass of crazy quickly produced drug that they forced into the market and we're telling encouraging and forcing the american people to get and then there was just supposed to be no one questioning and all the scientists and that came out against it we're just being silenced instantly on social media their videos taken down their accounts suspended 
I mean, look how much they freaked out when Joe Rogan had on Dr. Malone and uh, I forgot the other guy's name, but yeah. all those scientists on his show. When, and when Joe Rogan said, like, I think y'all, if you're a healthy, young adult male, like young adult, you probably don't need the vaccine. Is that really that crazy to say now in 2022, like no. almost 2023? Is that really that crazy? Like, yeah, you probably don't need that. And, you know, I never got it. Uh, I know you didn't get it. And a lot of people and we're, we were the we were the fucking unvaccinated. But like and, you know, we know some people that got it. But a lot of them were forced to get it through their job. At least at least yeah. I know some people like that. And it's just crazy because like you just didn't know what the side effects were and if and it looks like it like what is it called uh, athletes there's a there's a large portion yeah. of athletes that were having problems with it there's a large portion of pregnant women that were having problems with it and if and it was i think there's even some studies saying that maybe just women in general like this is affecting how they get pregnant or even if if they even can conceive and and it fucks up their menstruation cycle like yes like there's i think that was the there's a whole bunch there's a whole bunch and uh, you know that's the thing where it's like like i i just couldn't believe like we the government doesn't give out free health care unless you're in prison or in the military (laughs) yeah but they're gonna give us this magical vaccine that saves everybody for free like it just didn't make sense. Like, nah, bro. Like you, you ain't doing that. Like when, the last time they did this kind of thing and mass produced it, like it didn't turn out so well for a lot of people yeah. in the United States. Yeah. So, like, hell no, I'm not gonna get it. And I'm gonna try and research everybody that's talking out against it. Like that was the goal at that point. Remember, like we were just like I was obsessed with podcasts at that point because then I could find like doctors and. Um, people in just the medical field in general that whether they were nurses or this, that, or the other, that they're like, yeah, we're not reporting shit. We're not, re- we're not reporting shit because they're telling us that we can't and we lose our funding if we do. And it, and it was like, well, there you go. That right there, a low level person or not low level. I'm not talking like nurses are the lowest, but you know, with some of their fucking TikToks during COVID, they might be now. Um, but you know, a person that's not on the level of like, making decisions or the board members or like not those people, the average people that work, the majority of people that work at the, at a hospital or a medical facility are sitting there like, yeah, we're not doing a whole lot. If anything bad happens, it was like, that's all I needed to know. Like that's the Lance Corporal underground for the, the, yeah. <laughs> it's like the equatable thing. It's like, yeah, that's the last my- couple underground. Everybody's like, nah, we're not doing shit about it. We're not reporting if there's any. And if there is like, oh, you must have had myocarditis before this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what, bro? Like, Dude, what? One thing. And, you know, I didn't probably realize how big of a deal it was in the moment. But my so my parents, they both got COVID. And my so my dad called his doctor. And he was like, hey, what uh, what should we do? And, you know, they're a little bit older. So, like, maybe, you know, maybe there's some sort of effect or something they could do. And the doctor told her or told him to stay home and treat it like the cold. And my dad got so upset 
that that's what the doctor told him. He was like, so there's just no we have. So like there's no treatment out there for this is what you're telling me that we we have all this. You spent all this money. We locked down the entire economy. And now there's there's literally if you actually get covid, the doctors are not recommending some sort of treatment for this. And so like what my dad did or like what we did is we literally would listen to like podcast to those uh you know those doctors that were being censored and they they would have suggestions on like you know common household things of what to do you know it covid hit them a little bit rougher like i think i had i think i had it but it lasted for me like two days maybe and i was fine yeah. i didn't really have a problem and my when my mom and my dad had it, they were they were a little bit sicker, you know, they were in bed and stuff, and they took like, you know, four to five days to get over it. But there was just like it was just blew my father's mind that the doctors that you know, the experts that we're supposed to be listening to, the people we're supposed to praise right now, and then like praise for their sacrifice, have no suggestions on how to treat this shit. And, and that's the the problem was is like there was doctors that they they were specifically focused on treatment. Not mm-hmm. preventative measures, treatment. Yes. And they weren't allowed to speak about treatment. And it's like, what? Yes, what? dude. That's what was crazy. Is like even if there what were the packs, they... what were the packs that that were getting sent around? Do you remember that? Like the packs for treatment that everybody started using because and then uh fuck, what were they? I'm not Joe sure. Rogan mentioned it on his podcast and everybody freaked out. It wasn't it wasn't the two medicines. That no, it wasn't the two medicines that he was talking about. There was like a pack that they, it was like in an IV fluid drip. And then Florida also like the federal government decided not to let um, a certain amount go to Florida because Florida was treating people with it on a consistent oh, I- basis. Damn it! I know what you're talking about, but I, don't I know can't. The name of I was it. trying to look it up, but I can't even remember how to look it up. I I guess that would probably be the best way. Like federal government denies COVID treatment to Florida or something like that. But yeah, it was like there's all these. If you look that up, let me know if you find something. But I'll if you, you. I, uh, it, it's just crazy that there was treatment out there. Fucking Alex Jones of all fucking people was sitting there saying zinc, B complex vitamins vitamin C and uh, like uh, magnesium or something like that. And he was like, take that every day. Monoclonal antibodies. Monoclonal antibodies. That's what it was. Yes. Um, But yeah. And that was, you know, that was like one of the big treatment. That was like one of the big breakthrough treatments that they had. And then the federal government was like, nah, Florida can't do it. We're not giving a certain portion of this to Florida because, they're just treating people instead of making people get the vaccine. Yeah, and it's I like, think it was, there's it wasn't people FDA that approved. It. Yeah, that wasn't FDA approved. Well, actually, I, I don't remember how it was. Is that what it says right there? Uh, I don't know. I didn't know. Uh, I thought you were looking at it still. I don't think they weren't approved. Ivermectin and stuff like that wasn't approved. But I think the monoclonal antibodies have been used for a long time for a various range of different things. And no. No, fuck you. We're not going to let you have, and Florida, you especially, we're not going to let you have some because of the portion that we have because you're not making people get the vaccination. And it's like, well, there's still people sick and your vaccination's not stopping people from getting sick. So we're going to need treatment. Like we need to know how to treat this. 
And that's what everybody was saying. And then that's when I like got really, or we were pretty upset about just doctors in general. And I started having more conversations about the medical facilities and like doctors and nurses and how I don't fucking trust any of them. And that sucks to say, because they know more about my medical health than I know about my medical health, which, you know, they do like, to be honest, they frankly do, but you can't fucking trust any of them. You can't fucking trust a single one of them at this point. You're going to have to be on their asses. Like it doesn't matter what it's for, whether it's, you know, COVID or, uh, you know, what a, a cold or cancer treatment. It's like, you've watched all these things get just absolutely reamed by big business because it's about the dollar. And I understand that. And they haven't had to participate in a free and fair game. So they get money and things like that. If they promote the things that they're getting paid to promote and the things that they want to promote, which either you could argue, keep people sick or in a state of constantly being on the verge of sick. And they treat you when you come in just so they can make a dollar either from your health insurance or from you personally. And they continue to do it. It's, it's almost a good rule of thumb. Like, Anytime there's any sort of government mandate or government government program of any sort that comes out, it's usually because there's a large sum of money going to somewhere to some not not to the people, not 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 even to these programs, to a major corporation, probably the politicians in in office. And I thought that was just to me, it was just so obvious, especially with the vaccine mandates. Oh, I mean, yeah. these major companies and like they they said they I mean, the government was basically handing these vaccines out for free, but they weren't really free. I mean, these pharmaceutical companies were just making massive, massive amount of profit. I mean, they were just racking in the money from these things. I It's so, so much money. Like it was like. 40 billion 50 billion dollars these companies were making it's an insane amount of money that these companies made and i like it's just so annoying too because like the the, the left which i feel like were the ones that bought into this so much which is so weird to me because in a in a world where like trump's the one that really started the the push the vaccine uh get it going and then it was released after he was out of office. But his supporters were the ones that like straight up re- were the ones refusing it. Like in general, most of them. Like for some reason in Trump country, the COVID stuff, like COVID restrictions, the vaccine mandate, it just wasn't as enforced in like Trump areas as yeah. much as it was in Democratic areas. And it's just, and it's, uh, but because like i think it's i think only like 67 so only like like 33 percent over a hundred million people in this country refuse the first vaccine so you have about 220 million people that got the the first vaccine in this country but then after the first booster that dropped about 50 percent yeah so only 50 percent of the people that got the first vaccine came back and got the booster so th- I think that kind of at least shows that maybe maybe like 110 million people in this country only got the first one 
because they were either pressured through their company or their environment, or maybe they were actually scared and were like, well, I got the first one. I don't need it. I got the, you know, the pass. I don't need to, I don't need to get another one or anything like that. Right. And, but I was just, I think it's, I thought it was just so obvious, like, especially watching the left that really fell in line with this stuff. Like immediately, totally, they fell in yes. line immediately. It was yes. the wildest thing. It was overnight. It wasn't like, oh, you know, this is, you know, kind of crazy. It was, we need to lock everything down. This is the corporations and the government not protecting the people. And how dare they not do this? It was overnight, not even a second thought. But the government was the one giving them the information. Like it just didn't yes. make any sense. But on the on the money, Novartis, J and J, and Pfizer made six or seventy billion dollars in two thousand and twenty one alone between the Holy three of them. Holy shit, dude! Seventy billion dollars. Uh, Novartis made twenty four billion. J and J made twenty two, and Pfizer made twenty three. So literally. 70 billion dollars in 2021 alone of net profit like that's insane and then so i just looked up the um the other thing you said about how many people got it how many people got the first dose and as of december 28th the census bureau so like census.gov says that Roughly 85% of adults ages 18 and over in the United States had received at least one dose of COVID-19 vaccine, but 15% remained unvaccinated. So they're saying now that it was, I remember, I remember that number where it was like 67, 68. So now they're saying that, and this was December 28th, 2021. They're saying that's, this. That's weird. Cause I got that number from Dr. Fauci. He said that on a TV segment. <laughs> well, so I don't know. I don't know what's true. Maybe it's wrong. You know, and you if know, it's a like census, they, maybe Americans yeah. are fucking. Yeah, yeah, I got lying. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're lying so they don't get fucking. Yeah. Swatted. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's just fucking. It's just wild. Uh, I love that NPR. You know, I never really listened to NPR. Like, there's a lot of people that listen to NPR. But they were like huge on vaccinations. COVID anti-vaxxers refused vaccines despite evidence May 10th, 2022. Like they, like, I was, I don't know. Maybe it's just the way that NPR sounds to me. It sounds like an old white person radio. Like, oh yeah, did you listen to the newest NPR? Like it just sounds like old and white, you know? NPR, I think NPR is legitimately state funded media. Like yeah. it's the Americans version of RT. Yeah. Like it's, it's like P it's, it's PBS, but on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, and I like they, I, if you, their only reason I would ever like click on their articles, I never listened to them. I have no idea who's on there or anything, but I only reason I click on their articles is because I want to know, like, it's like the best way to find out what the regime wants people to believe. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I love I love this New York Times headline. I'm not I can't read the whole thing because I'm not paying for New York Times anything. But the headline is they haven't gotten a COVID vaccine yet, but they aren't hesitant with air quotations. And it's like, no, bitch, there's a large majority of us that are like, fuck you and your fucking vaccination, dude. Like, and that's what it's really come down to. And, you know, I get along with a lot more of those people than the other way around. But uh, there's also like one of our good buddies that throws in league with us. Um, he ended up having to get it. 
uh, to go visit his family and stuff in a different state. And I was like, yeah, dude, like I get it. He's like, I was just like, I'd never, he's like, I'm never getting a second shot. And I was like, yeah, I don't fucking blame you. Like I've been telling everybody like, don't get any of it. Like you shouldn't have even gotten the first one the whole time. I've been like, no, there's no way in hell. I told my boss straight up. And I think I talked about it on the show. I'd rather lose my job. I'd rather lose my job than you mandate this and force me to do it. And guess what? They ended up not because they were going to lose a large portion of their workforce. And I was like, I'm not fucking doing it, bro. No way in hell. I'm not vaccine hesitant. I'm vaccine. Go fuck yourself. Like I'm not doing it. Yeah. There was a lot of people that were pressured. People in my family were pressured. Some people in my family ended up getting it. It was weird too. Cause I have like two cousins or a cousin, my cousin and her husband, they work at the same place and she immediately caved and got it. And then he was like, no, I'm not getting it. And then they were like, well, we, we might have to discuss your future here. And then like three months later, like it all fell through and he didn't even have to get it. And I was dude, like, yeah, that dude. Was the thing. If you just, I, I think we were telling people, I was like, just hold out, just hold out. They're not going to be able to keep up this facade. They can't. Mm-hmm. It's falling apart. That's why it's getting shifted back to Trump. That's yes, why it's getting dude. shifted back to Trump. Like they did nothing. Like that's the biggest problem is like, yeah, it's fucking Trump's fault. And he has a, a, a fucking cross to bear for this shit. Like he does. Yeah. And anybody who says no, you're a fucking dumbass. I don't give a fuck. But to act like this was all Trump's fault and this was a Republican thing and that it was their fault for allowing their head, the president of the United States to do these things. They, they have culpability in that. Yeah, it, it's their fault too. But to like come out so hard and then not, and then they're just going to try to turn it around and blame it all on the Republican party. It's wild to me. And this is why a large portion of this show, especially on the early days, was me railing against fucking Democrats because they're a bunch of hypocrites. They're a bunch of hypocrites. And at least with the right, I'm not saying what I think is going to happen with the right, but at least with the right, from what I've known of the right for my lifetime and just the basics of what I've known from them over their history that I understand of it, I can expect them to be evangelical, um, very religion-sought, and stupid when it comes to those things and i can expect that and and kind of uh war might be working out in that bell curve dude <laughs> and, and kind of warmongering they're not kind of warmonger like i can expect that from them and the left what you can expect from the left is that what they say now is the opposite of what they'll say in a year and what they say in that year will be the opposite of what they said seven months ago. And what they said seven months ago is going to be the opposite of what they say 16 months from now. And what they said 16 months from now is going to be the opposite of what they said three years ago. And it's going to continue to be on. And you can you can sit there and watch. Obama didn't run on, a, on gay marriage legislation. That wasn't one yeah. of his running points. Guess whose running it. point it was? <laughs> Guess whose running point it was? Fucking Donald Trump. First president, first president to do that. And maybe, you know, that's what Obama had to do to get it legalized in more states was not run on it and then do whatever he had to do in fucking as president. But still, he didn't run for it. 
Joe Biden is on camera saying multiple times. Mm -hmm. It's between a man and a woman. And I believe that because of my religion. So let's not act like these people are fucking the graces of God that are wisping at the fucking earth. Like (laughs) these are horrible people and they will continue to be horrible people. Dude. And there's a like, there's pretty strong evidence now that this, like this virus didn't just appear out of nature like this oh pretty... yeah i don't think there's like any doubt at this point like so i i know you know it came from that lab in what what the fuck wuhan wuhan, wuhan which no one knew about wuhan this is not no. shanghai this is not beijing this is not any just a, a regular popular city in China. This came from Wuhan, which no one knew. No one in America of the West even knew this place even existed until c- fucking this COVID. Yeah, coronavirus came from, and it came from. Oh, and there also happens to be a coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, that's crazy. Literally called well, the Wuhan coronavirus like laboratory. Yeah. and the government. So the the government like. This is why I think, like, knowing a little bit about, like, Austrian economics is kind of important because it talks about incentive structures. And in the there's an incentive for these uh, medical companies or these whatever they do, they study yeah. viruses. Well, the government gives, you know, grants to the ones that are studying the most dangerous viruses. And that yeah. kind of makes sense because you're, you know, hey, the dangerous ones we need to know about more, right? You know, we got we got to we learn how to, you know, stop them or whatever. Well, these labs started being like, oh, well, what if we just, you know, created viruses in these labs, and then we can be like, hey, these are really dangerous. We need more money, Mister Government. So the government's like, oh, okay, we're gonna give you more fucking money for all these dangerous viruses that you're studying and like (laughs) i don't know i'm not saying that america has like the fda or whatever has the best code and whatever or the hospitals here have the best code for you know how to create a safe environment for studying these labs but i probably would go out on a limb and bet that it's a lot safer to study them here than it is to study them at some China lab. (laughs) I'm just taking a guess on that one, but I'm just, I got a hunch. I've been to Asia. (laughs) I know how their food food system works. Yeah. I've seen their code standards at their, at their food there, dude. It's, it's not the best. Dude. And honestly, (laughs) it tastes better. Like McDonald's in Japan tastes way better than McDonald's in any place in the United States. Very weird, but it's just like, they created this problem and then they tried then they created the solution out of nowhere so well, i think and they tried what, to hide it they tried to hide yeah, it that yes it was like at first it was like this could be a lab leak and then it's like oh no this is not a lab leak and then now it's like okay yeah that's definitely it definitely was if a lab leak if you're saying it's a lab leak you're racist against the chinese who are definitely not trying to come over to the united states and take over you know top positions and you know like that's what they were saying remember and now it's like oh no it clearly came from china um we're almost a hundred percent sure that it came out of this fucking leak at a lab and Mm -hmm. people were getting their lives torn apart for saying that it happened like that yeah and the fuck most fucked up thing is 
to me is not only do these pharmaceuticals companies profit off it, it's that these whatever these companies are, these labs that are in that are testing this stuff, do you think after the past two years they're gonna get less funding or more funding from the government? <laughs> more funding so that it never happens again. Because if we just throw more money at it, it won't happen again. Yes, dude. It's so it's and none of these people are gonna get in trouble. They probably caused more deaths than uh I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. COVID actually did kill people like that. That's real. Like people died from COVID. I don't know how many, what the, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't know if their number that they claim is real, but like around the world, we could probably million, two million deaths. Maybe that's, that's getting pretty, you know, it's way over the Holocaust. (laughs) (laughs) Seems a little hot. Seems a little high, but that's that's a lot of people that literally died because they're experimenting with drugs that was getting funded by our government in China by Dr. Fauci. And then they locked down and caused an economic crisis to occur. And it's just like this might be the most like and this is worldwide. This is not like they just affected like, oh, who cares? They invaded Iraq. Who gives a shit? Fuck the Iraqis. (laughs) No, they affected all of us, dude. They fucked all of us and fucked our money, our savings, everything. They just like totally. And these people got away with it. Now, oh, it's Trump's to, fault. And they're going to continue. Trump's fault. It's it's Donald Trump's fault. Like, and you know, one I thing, love that that I love that that article came out after he got everything happened with the FBI because you know they can. Oh yeah, they can put the two together where people are like, oh, he's getting investigated by the FBI. And they're and then they see that article and people are going to and that article is going to come out a lot more and people are going to remember it as, oh, Trump's getting an investigated by the FBI. I remember when Trump got investigated by the FBI, it was because of, you know, the whole vaccine thing and how he totally said the FDA can do whatever they want. Like, that's how they're going to correlate the two. And they're two separate fucking things. Yeah. And I just saw another thing that it's it's almost like from what I've understood is that it was absolutely illegal for the FBI to do what they did. It was a complete infringement on Trump's rights because of somehow how presidential uh, um, rights or something like that happened, that he was completely in the okay to do everything that he did and have the documents that he had. And, even if they did need them back and he wasn't supposed to have it, have them the way to go about it wasn't raiding his fucking house. It was uh, them putting him in a location that they could both access the FBI and himself to make sure that uh, it was like whatever kosher for him to have those documents. And I, that's just wild to me. So th- I, I kind of have a couple theories with this whole thing. So one could could possibly be Trump is playing the fuck out of them. It's and chest, dude. It just says dude, like it's just like a, I don't know a, about yeah. it's just photo photocopies of his ass. Like he's just yeah that so, he took from the so when the presidents are you know a lot of, a lot of pre- this is kind of common practice where presidents will declassify stuff as they're leaving office. This is pretty normal. And presidents will ask these uh, intelligence agencies, um, like they kind of like, hey, I'm going to declassify some stuff. You know, what are some things that you don't want me to declassify? 
And some of the stuff, maybe, maybe like the FBI and CIA, who definitely backed a like made up Russian story coup to like eliminate him from the office. Maybe there was some stuff in there that they were like, hey, don't declassify this. And Trump took took possibly took maybe maybe not took or maybe even he just pretended he took it and then took it to and he might know i don't know but he might have just faked it or maybe he really did and took it to his mar-a-lago estate baiting them to do something to him so that he can be like look the fbi is targeting me look at this (laughs) craziness and that's badass and it could be possible i mean Trump, like the the polls between like who should run in 2024 between DeSantis and Trump, Trump just shot up above DeSantis by 10 percent after they (laughs) raided him. So like that's a possibility. Maybe Trump's playing them. Another possibility is that he actually did take some stuff that maybe maybe it has to do with the Trump um, investigation in the Russia thing. Or it could be some actual shady shit the FBI, CIA and these organizations are doing. And they raided him because they didn't want Donald Trump to uh, expose them. And yeah, Yeah. or yeah, like you said, or he didn't take anything and they're going after him still. Yeah, like it it could have been a whole bait just to protect their ass, thinking they could they could show up, take it and get rid of it. And so then it's only in the only information they have isn't Trump has it. But like no one else has proof. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. So I don't know. That's my kind of theory on it because like, I don't think it has to be something that's to me, it has to be something that's kind of damning to the FBI for them to do this. Because like, if it's just like, you know, Benghazi, we got like four people killed. Ah, Who cares? Hillary deleted the emails. Ah, You know, whatever, you know, we let her slide. But if, but if something that's damning to their organization that to me feels like that's something that they have to like, oh shit, we we gotta go get those documents or whatever. Dude. They they kept saying it was the nuclear codes or whatever, but that just sounds like bullshit on, on its surface because it's like, don't those things change? Why wouldn't yeah. you just change them? Like, oh, he's not the president anymore. I feel like I if anything, that would be common practice. Like you, hey, we have a new president, we gotta change the codes and information so the yeah. guy that's especially that they hate Donald Trump. Like that would be like, oh, this guy's finally gone. We got to change this shit. He's going to end our democracy or some bullshit like that. He's going to send the so nukes, stupid. even though he doesn't have the fucking nuclear football or anything else. It's like, yeah, uh, OK, yeah. <laughs> sure. Dude. And I feel like, I feel like there's I mean, I don't know the exact procedure, but I feel like there's like a bunch of steps that have to happen. Like the president can't just like fire. There has to be like all through not like he can authorize it, but like he has to authorize it and then they have to be like yeah the president's authorizing this and there's like some generals people and yeah. people that do it and then the actual guy that pushes the button fires or some shit like yeah, that yeah i like, have to I change know. i had to change my fucking dod password to log into my goddamn cat card every two weeks and it was yes. a 12 dated fucking code with uh alf or with uh um letters numbers and fucking lowercase uppercase special characters yeah 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 and so like you're telling me that he had the fucking codes that were they're the same like nah dude like that's bullshit like what if he what if he like actually he just grabbed like he he just grabbed like (laughs) tapes of him like 
having sex with like other girls. Like he just he was like, yeah, the FBI doesn't need this anymore. Dude, I I I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just I just feel like for them to like and and I don't know, maybe maybe the FBI thought too because it wasn't the FBI or the news that really broke this story. It was Donald Trump himself yeah. that broke the story. So I yeah. don't know, maybe they could have thought like cuz a lot of a lot of times richer people and upper class people if they get raided by the FBI, they don't announce it cuz it's embarrassing to their their uh reputation so maybe they thought donald trump wouldn't announce this i don't i don't know what the fbi was thinking but like it was just so obvious and they they asked him like they told him he couldn't he had to turn off his cameras yeah uh they told him that his lawyers couldn't be present which is i'm pretty sure a lawyer can be present if you're being raided I, i feel like that's common practice and i feel like I don't know. And they and they waited till Trump was in New York when he had to go to New York to do he had to go testify or something for another something in in New York. So like it was like I I feel like the FBI like they wanted something. I don't know what it's probably. And like the FBI has been like people want to say like, oh, my God, the FBI has been corrupted over the years. No, the FBI was founded on corruption. Go watch J. Edgar with fucking uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. They literally, he is the founder of the FBI, and he starts off by blackmailing politicians. That's how he yes. got all of his power. That's how he got became fucking president. They were arresting world, people that were against World War One in the beginning. Like they, they, this is this is not this is not new anymore. Like maybe it's a shock that people are realizing it, but this is not new. This is Dude, that's the crazy what they part. do. I love I love that argument where it's just like. Oh, that was then. So they can't be doing that now. And it's like, yeah. What makes you think they didn't just get better? Like they've been getting away with it for forever. Like you don't find anything out about what they're doing until 30, 40 years later. Nobody has to answer for it anymore. So why wouldn't they just be getting better? Like they're, they're not getting worse. And like, (laughs) like, I mean, I think maybe they, I think they get more overzealous at some times and get caught in some sticky situations but they're not they're not getting worse at hiding this information like they're not they're not oh i'm just magically like not corrupt anymore yeah yeah it used to be i think a lot of people especially conservatives used to say like you know when you'd say like power powerful people kill people you know that's what they do this is yeah. this is normal. But then it'd be about America and we'd be like, but that doesn't happen here. Yeah. That that doesn't happen here. That happens in Russia and China, those corrupt countries, blah, blah, blah. And it's yeah, that's like, why no. it was the best. That's why it was the best when Trump was like, yeah, but we've killed a few people, too, on national yes. television. That was a good Trump like, moment. Yeah, it was so honest where he's like, <laughs> yes, it was just so honest. And it was like, I would much rather a president go up there. And be completely honest about the horrendous things that we we've done and have and are doing and other than a president that says that we're fucking great and we're we're only going to get better and everything that we've done is always good. And like, it just doesn't make it. It was so honest when he was like, yeah, but Putin's or uh, Kim Jong-un is a killer. Like he's he's killed. And he's like, yeah, but are are we so innocent? I don't remember how he worded it, but it was basically yeah. to that tune. It was Bill O'Reilly. And yeah. he's like, but but Putin's a killer. Putin. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, 
you know, we're not so innocent. We've killed people too. And yeah. he's, and then Bill, like, he's like, yeah, but we do it for the right reasons. And we only go after bad guys. And Trump's like, yeah, well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. Trump still like did bad killings under the United yeah. States name. But it's just like, at least he was fucking honest. Like, God damn. Yeah, dude. He fucking, <laughs> he Oh, I still. Bill O'Reilly, his head was mind blown when Trump said that. Yeah, it's it's kind of fucked up, but it's still kind of one of my favorite Trump moments is when he he bombed that Iranian general in Iraq. And then he like the news broke and he just posted the American flag on his Twitter, dude. This shit was so wild. I was just like, oh my god. Maybe we should kick him off of Twitter. Oh, just throwing up the gang signs, dude. That's so <laughs> awesome, dude. <laughs> my sky flag killed your sky flags, general. <laughs> That's so... It's so... Like, you step back. Like, it's so fucked up, but it's just like, god damn, dude. This guy's a savage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just the the whole thing is wild to me. And like after COVID, after Trump presidency, after Biden presidency, it's like, what's there going to be left of this fucking country? Like, and all right. So this brings me to the other topic that I told you. I was like, the canceling of student loan debt is actually good because it speeds up the collapse. Like, <laughs> please, please eliminate all debt for anybody that makes under $125,000. Eliminate all debt. Because you know what they're going to do? They're going to be like, damn, I was in a lot of fucking debt. And now, hopefully, if they're smart enough, they're like, I'm tired of the government taking my money and tired of playing this loan debt game. And they're going to find alternatives. And one of the best alternatives is fucking Bitcoin. And the more people that get into Bitcoin, the more money I make. And that's important for everybody on this show. (laughs) But (laughs) regardless of that, it's important because you control your fucking money. You are your own bank. And that's the fucking point. And if they keep taking on this insurmountable debt, guess what? Nothing's going to be worth anything from the federal government because nobody's going to take them seriously. Other countries aren't going to take them seriously. They're not going to be able to pay for everything. They can't keep printing. They cannot. like it's. They will continue to print money, but they can't keep doing it forever. It will not work. It cannot work. It doesn't go that way. It just does not happen. So there's either going to be a great reset, like everybody keeps talking about. And you know what? They may think that it's going to go in their favor. I honestly don't believe. I feel like if they come out with a a cryptocurrency or whatever, the US dollar cryptocurrency, and they're like, yeah, we're transferring away from these, these dollar notes, you know? these paper notes of fiat currency and we're going to go to this digital fiat currency and those aren't worth anything anymore those 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 paper notes aren't worth anything anymore people are going to be like what the fuck what the fuck do you mean and they're going to be like nah i guess i'm going to find because if you can just make it not worth anything anymore and they're probably going to have a better pr team to make it sound better than that but if you could just basically make it that it's not worth anything anymore and I have to use this digital currency. They're like, why wouldn't I use a digital currency that people have been using for a while now? Because guess what? There's going to be a lot more people at that point using fucking Bitcoin than there is going to be people using the US dollar federal reserve currency, digital currency. 
Yeah, and you know, like, so a lot there, but but with the <laughs> with the money, so like, uh, all throughout history, there's a really good book. Um, Seyfedin, I can't remember his name exactly, but he he's an anarchist, uh, Austrian economic guy, and he wrote a book about I think it's the Bitcoin standard, and it's actually yeah. a really good book. But he basically just lays out all through history where human beings will naturally just move to a harder currency. Like once a once whatever currency that they're using becomes inflated or just worthless, people will tend to move to something else that is a much harder currency. Harder currencies win out. And that's why, like, you know, the fundamentals of uh, Bitcoin, like what makes it such a very hard currency in a digital world. Right. And and like so, yeah, if if they, I, don't, I don't know, I have no idea what their plan is with the dollar. But to me. Uh, it just looks like they're just cashing in like the big elite people are oh, just yeah. cashing in as much as they can right now. All yep. everything they can, like the the pharmaceutical companies that we watched throughout the last cashing two in. years, the uh, defense and uh, oh. weapons companies are just cashing in right now all over Ukraine. Cashing I mean, they've always. In. Oh, yeah. They've always cashed in on this stuff every time. I mean, we just sold weapons to, like Saudi Arabia, like they, they're yeah, cashing yeah, yeah. it. They never stopped. Like they never no. stopped. Yeah, they haven't and, stopped. At least for the last twenty five years, they haven't stopped. Yeah, yeah, it just Minimum. kept going. There might have been a break somewhere after that twenty five year mark, but for the last twenty five years, they've been cashing in. Yeah, I mean, they've yeah, they've just been racking that shit in, and like, and I feel like that's what it, like honestly, I I I feel like the people in Washington just don't even care. They're they no. don't care about that. And these corporations that are racking in money, they don't care about the devaluation of the dollar because the thing is, when they print money, the first people that get the money get the value out of that money before the inflation right. actually hits because they got it first. And that's that's how generally how it works. So these people, all these people are just racking in money, racking in money. And I kind of agree. I think they're going to ch maybe try to switch to like some digital new thing. Just because, like, I mean, they're already floating the idea out there just because they need to do something like something. It's and I think, you know, this kind of leans into like why we they hired all those IRS agents. I don't yeah. know what their plan is. The IRS is about to be bigger than the fucking Marine Corps. Like that's yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Dude. More than doubling, more than yeah. doubling there because the, the Marine Corps only has like 110, 120,000 people in there and the irs is about to have like 150,000 people total like yep. 160 something like that and i don't know what their plan is exactly i don't know if they're going to crack down on taxes more i mean i'm sure that's going to be part of it uh but i feel like there's just got to be something in in the works where they're they're doing something with the dollar and i don't know exactly and like and like you said, I think there is like I'm sure there will be, a, especially if it's kind of forced, there will be a significant amount of population that use this digital. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. U.S. U.S. currency. But once you kind of get to that point where it's like things are digital now, now it becomes a competing standard between digital currencies. And if hard currencies tend to win out, I think Bitcoin really has a shot here. And there's, I mean, I, and the big thing too is if they ever regulate Bitcoin, if they regulate, if they regulate Bitcoin, I think it's about to go through the fucking roof. Oh, yeah. Because it's going to, once it's that, regulated, all the companies are going to jump in. Yep. Because that's all, those all they're companies, waiting for. 
Yep, that's all, all they're waiting companies. for. Yep, those major corporations that want to kind of get in on it, but they just don't. They want to get in it on a safe way. They don't want to put. They, they're if they're afraid to put their money into it, and then the government's like, "Yeah, we're banning that because those guys follow the fucking rules because yeah. they're in bed because with the they fucking pay government." For yeah. Yes, yeah, so they're in bed with the fucking government. So I, I don't know. So I don't. It's I can see it going two ways where they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna regulate Bitcoin because that seems to be a lot of pressure on them," but also because of how they're used to things, where they control the money. I could see them maybe attempting to try to try to ban Bitcoin, but but with another thing too is because I, I I mean if they're beefing up their IRS, I don't see any other reason why they would do that unless they're really going to try to crack down on people's money. And if they do that, that would be a whole nother reason why you probably open up a shit ton more people that would least consider getting into Bitcoin because it's harder for <clears throat> I mean people they you can't just go and steal people's Bitcoin. And the value is there, right? Like the value of Bitcoin is there. Like whether it's whether the the value is people are looking at it uh, to the U.S. dollar or the volatility of it compared to the U.S. dollar, or if you look at the value of what Bitcoin is, like the value is there. Yeah, I think that'll be the value is that it's money that the government can't touch because if they really do start cracking down, that's that'll make it. That'll make what big that'll make Bitcoin valuable to people because then they can move money online without people being able to fuck with them. Like that's a right. big fucking deal. Like I oh, yeah. just and like even if like I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying Bitcoin's gonna go through the roof, but even Bitcoin stays where it's at now or even drops a little bit, the fact that a government cannot mess with your money because it's in this wallet and they don't have access to it is a huge incentive for people to be like, yeah, I'm going to put my money in there. You know, I might lose yeah. 20% because it drops in vol because of the volatility, but it's, it's a lot better than losing 40% that the government's about to take from me or whatever. Like yeah, that. And if I don't give it to them, they're going to throw me in prison. Yeah. Like, and so I think there's a huge, yeah, I think there's, there's some, I don't know. I know there's something coming down the pipeline with this IRS shit. It's fucking scary. It scares the hell out of me because you, you don't just beef up your tax revenue, your tax fucking agency, your unless something's collectors. coming. Unless something, something is coming. Like, I don't know what their Dude, plan I is. Love how, I love how the right, like, over the, since 2016 has had this, like, war cry of fake news, fake news, fake news, right? Like, it's just constant. Like, there's all this fake news and they're lying about everything and da 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 And now like some of the top agencies or top news organizations are like everything that the right wing populist movement types are saying is all fake. And it's like, right. Like, come on. They've been right about a lot. These vaccines don't work. Guess what? They don't fucking Trump didn't do anything wrong with Russia. Guess what? He didn't, you know, like, and they keep wanting to call like there's this one article that I pulled up because I was looking at if anybody had said anything. I was looking for why they hired 87,000 uh, IRA yeah. or why they're hiring. Like what's the why? Huh. And the one of the first articles that comes up is from The Grid. I've never really heard about The Grid, but it was like the top three. 
And it said, behind the lie of 87,000 armed agents, how an obscure factoid was bent into a popular GOP talking point. And one of the tweets that they used was, how long until Democrats send the IRS SWAT team after your kid's lemonade stand? And it's really funny because it's like that. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) dude, I'm about to start sending 600 bucks to politicians on my fucking Venmo. So they get investigated by the IRS. Tulsi Gabbard did that. She sent $600 and one cent to Tulsi Gabbard or not Tulsi Gabbard to uh, Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) That's hilarious. But uh, and then one of the thing, it's like the genesis of a falsehood. And it's all about how Republicans like are lying about this thing. And it's like, no, it's it's legitimately it's posted on the IRS website like this. This isn't. Yeah, this isn't. they're they're actively recruiting like this yeah. is not a fucking joke dude they're putting videos out <laughs> yeah and it's like the republican claim is not new gop lawmakers and their allies have made such false allegations about the 80s uh 87,000 irs agents since may 2021 grid found grid traced the origin of the lie to an article produced by a conservative anti-tax group in may 2021 which 2021 i don't remember hearing about it then so maybe um biden or and this is in quotes says biden plans to hire eighty-seven thousand new irs agents enough to fill nats park twice read the headline of the article published on by online by the americans for tax reform a republican friendly advocacy advocacy group helmed by norquist atr appears to have been inspired by a figure buried in treasury department proposal which floated an increase of eighty-six thousand. 852 full-time employees by 2031. Norquist, one of the right's most veteran anti-tax warriors, has infamously declared he wants to shrink the government to where he can drag it into the bathroom and drown it in the bathtub. His group's goal is to reduce government revenue, oppose legislation it believes would raise taxes. ATR does not disclose its donors, but past reports, past reporting by the Boston Globe revealed the group received funding from casino operators, large corporations, and a billionaire. Um, so they're saying that it's not entirely true that they want to make it go to about 87,000 total from the 75,000 that it's at uh, by 2031. But that's not what I've seen. That's not like legitimately, that's not what I've seen from the IRS. They're saying, <laughs> they're hiring a shit ton of fucking people. Yeah. They're, they're hiring like, a shit ton of fucking people. They're, they're hiring people in wheelchairs. And I saw yeah. a lot of fat and, people too. <laughs> well, and did you, the, the, the most remarkable thing about it or the scariest thing about it was their list of requirements that you would be able to do that you have to be able to do. And one of them was to use deadly force. Yeah, and it's like, dude. why are tax collectors <laughs> even in a position to use deadly force? to take somebody down like it's the same thing as why does the department of education have a SWAT team yeah yeah like like i don't know i i don't know i'm i i'm from a poor family and poor and i only know poor people in general so we don't get i don't know very many people that's been audited (laughs) but you're too you're too far north yeah, maybe I am. I think so. I <laughs> did think I so. did I show you the did I show you the that map? fucking yeah. Yeah, the map when it's all it's all like poor red state areas that yeah. they're like targeting. And I'm like, okay, well that's 
a little convenient. <laughs> it's like poor areas, even in blue states where there's red areas. I saw like yeah. California was like the eastern side. I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All San Bernardino Valley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I don't. It's just, I, yeah, like, obviously, they're recruiting. I don't know if they'll get to 87,000, but times are tough, dude. People want people, a government job, a lot of times, people people still have that consensus about government jobs where it's a guaranteed paycheck. And for the most part, it is. You get that paycheck yeah. on the 1st and the 15th, always. Don't have to, don't, don't have to worry about God it. Damn right. And that, that's what, you know, that was, like, the great thing about the military, at least, like, you could take, you know, a month of leave and you'll get fucking paid on the, the first and the 15th. The same paycheck. You could work your ass off for a month straight and you'll get paid the same. You could not do shit. Not, I mean, you're don't even take leave. It's just an easy month, like around Christmas and you're still going to get paid on the first and the 15th. Like every time it, it don't have, you could fucking skate when you're on those last like couple months of being the Marine Corps and you're hiding in your barracks room. Like, Oh, I'm checking out, you know, you still get paid on the first and the 15th. Like it was fucking glorious. Like, so there's a huge incentive now for people to like, Hey, I need a government job. So especially when, you know, all the jobs are fucked right now. The job market in general is fucked right now. Yeah. It gives them stability. So I don't know. I don't know if they'll get their 87,000 that, it looks like they're shooting for, but they're definitely recruiting. Like that is 100% real. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and just from that article, it sounds like it sounds like what they're doing is trying to hire a total number of 87,000, not get 87,000 more. And it's like, so it just depends. Maybe I'll have to look into that more to see if mm. they're actually hiring 87,000 or they want to get to the number 87,000 from the 75,000 that they're at right now. Cause there's a difference between 13,000 people and, or 12,000 people and 87,000 people getting yes. hired by the IRS. But still I'm going to see if I can find that map. Uh, eventually I just, the fact that from what I originally saw, it was the 87,000 people. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like what is the and why do they need to be able to use deadly force? Why do a whole bunch of fucking accountants need to do? Why do they need to know how to use deadly force? Like that doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. You don't. You don't. The people at the DMV that's not in their job description, and they deal with a lot more violent people than the fucking <laughs> tax accountants are going to. Yeah, it's so. It, it's kind of. It's so crazy too because they locked us down, so they forcibly they locked us down and printed a shit ton of money they forced us into an economic recession and made people quit like basically not work so they put us they forced economic hardship on the american people and their solution which was under the the guise of the inflation reduction act is oh we're gonna beef up the irs that's (laughs) that's their solution to the pro to our economic hardship right now the american people aren't paying enough fucking taxes so we're gonna yep. hire more agents Obviously, that's a, that's bro. A, that's what we need that's what we need here you go here it is here's the irs <laughs> map look at that can you see it can you see it typo i see it dude yeah dude look uh, at that look at where where's fucking illinois i'm colorblind and the dude, grays are like, me oh look oh, illinois 
Look, oh, Illinois, dude. fucking nowhere. Like, you're not getting audited except more southern than you in Illinois. Damn, dude, they're going after Cook County. Damn, bro. Celine, <laughs> Pope. Seven, eight point two per one thousand filings. There's one thousand people in this fucking town, in this county, right here in Pulaski. There's a thousand people in that fucking county, probably. And let's see, let's go down to fucking what is this, Mississippi? Mississippi, we got the heart of Mississippi. Eleven per one thousand. The national rate is seven. Dude, these southerners aren't paying shit in taxes, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, look at all the it's southern wild. states and dude. and the problem is is like when you juxtapose this map to the map of let's see what's the the uh poverty line map i think that's what it is or it's labeled something like that the places that they're hitting the most poverty line map is it's almost like uh not by country i need it by county Poverty line map by county. It's the ex- it's the poorest counties have the highest uh, auditing rate. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, map porn on Reddit. That's weird. That's fucking weird, dude. We we stray further and further from God's good grace. Look at that! Whoa. Look at that! Look at that shit, dude! Boom. Boom. Tell me how. Dude. Dude, they're targeting the poorest people in our society. Well, they're targeting the poorest people in our society because they're the only ones that can't hire hire a lawyer to fight back against them. It's financially that. Yeah. Yeah. The darker red, the darker red for those of you that are watching, the darker red on this map is um the uh percentage of people getting uh audited and then when you go to this county poverty rate for the united states this is on the census.gov account and this is 2013 to 2017 and this one is 2019 but the i, I mean for the most part this has all stayed the same yeah, the darkest portions, the darkest portions are the same. So the darkest portions of poverty. So that means percent by county. Um, there's a higher per capita. Poor or at the poverty line are the same dark purple in this map as the dark red in this map. If we're just looking at Mississippi, you see this little red spot in Mississippi typo. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but Mississippi's border with Louisiana and Arkansas, like those people on that borderline there, they're they're getting audited up the ass, and it's they're like getting, the poorest place. It's literally in the country. one of the poorest places in the country, if not the poorest. And the heart of Alabama, same thing. Dead center, right there. Yeah. Dead center, southern portion. And if you look at the poverty rate for it, or yeah, same thing. Dead sore, dead center, bottom leftish. Yeah, the bottom of Texas destroyed. too. Bottom, bottom of Texas, of... mostly immigrant families or illegal immigrants in that area. 
high oh. per capita area for immigrant Look. families. Star County, Jim Hogg County, Zapata County, Willisee County. Yeah, those are the places yeah. getting hit the hardest. This up here in Arizona, like if I wish, I hope you guys watch this one. But this one up here in Arizona, this is the Navajo fucking reservation. Navajo and Apache reservation. Most audited place in the besides right on the border is the Navajo and Apache reservation in Arizona. And this little McKinley County in New Mexico, that's also native land. Yep. That's who they're yeah. fucking auditing, folks. Same thing. Uh... Least poverty, most poverty area right there. Navajo and Apache lands. New Mexico, Navajo and Apache lands. Poorest place, one of the poorest places in the United States. Yep, those are the people they're auditing. So it's like, yeah, let's hire more. Yeah. Let's and hire reserve- more so we can blow up that statistic even more. Yeah, and the, the it's pretty crazy too in Arizona because when you draw, like the reservation is like noticeably poor. Like when oh, you yeah, drive it's a by, because I remember I was Driving doing there from twenty nine. No, you will that that and then but there's a there's a reservation not too far from the city too. Oh yeah, and we have a couple I, all on the outskirts. I did that the Camelback Mountain hike, and yeah. we're like you know you can like middle of the city or middle of Scottsdale basically, and you can see like the whole city. It's a pretty cool view, yeah. but I remember like looking over. And my girlfriend at the time, I was like, what is that over there? Like, that oh, is did just she say it very nastily because she hated nav- natives. No, she was like, she's like, she oh, was that's very... native land. No, she was very we quiet. She's like, that's that's the reservation. And I was because I was very loud about it. I was like, what's over there? Why does it look <laughs> like shit? <laughs> and she was very quiet. Like, that's the reservation. I'm like, oh my bad (laughs) yeah dude it's it's uh and that's just that's not even outside of the city limits like that's like you look at uh i show i've um, maybe i can find it and i can i'll show it on the podcast while we're talking but uh you can look at both sides of the 101 and on the scottsdale side you can look (laughs) at both sides of the 101 and there's one side and it's vast city like just Mm -hmm. Phoenix, Arizona, normal ass city. And literally the other side of this probably football width highway. The other side is uh what what reservation is that? Um I don't know. Uh Salt Salt River. It's the Salt River. Um I can't remember what tribe is there off the top of my head right now. But it's literally just the other side of this football field sized or width highway and vastly different yeah and the only thing i saw that was nice there was the casinos (laughs) oh yeah the casinos are beautiful they're they're very pretty casinos (laughs) well and that's like one of the problems with the reservations right is like yeah there's chiefs and there's clans and you know like uh heads of you know this that or the other but a lot of times, fuck, I was just looking at that poverty map again in like South Dakota, a big, big reservation up there. And both the two sides of the reservation are just wrecked in poverty. 
Um, and when I look at the IRS map, uh, yep, I'll look at that. <laughs> yep, they're they're the most uh, audited area as well. But the thing with um, Resland um, is, yeah, there's chiefs and they get a lot of say in what everybody does. But the business owners on Resland and investors that go into Resland, uh, there's definitely a difference in the people that are in charge of the res, like the the chiefs and things like that, and the regular people that live there. That happens quite a bit as well. Yeah, I think also is like it's it's federal land, so like yeah. there's a lot different restrictions on like well, it's selling like federal property. Land, but it's not federal. Like it's a weird gray area. Yeah, but I think I don't think they can just like like so they're. So for uh like let's just be honest like these Native American tribes aren't very wealthy a lot of them aren't and I don't think they're allowed to sell their land they or if they do they has to be with someone else in their tribe so there's no incentive for like businesses to come in there and like build something or a, an attraction of some sort because they're not allowed in there unless they're part of the tribe. I, I'm not exactly sure. That, I, I know John Stossel did like a video on it a while back and I wa- remember watching it and I was like, holy shit, dude, they can't do anything there. They only like native. And that's why they can have like casinos and shit because they're native owned. Yeah. All right. Let's see if I can fucking find a good area. I'm looking at it from a weird. All right. There's the 17. There's the 101. All right. I need to go further. All right. Uh, one hundred one. But yeah, I did remember driving it. Um, going. Oh my god, it's so crazy! Oh my god, going to always forget how crazy it is. Going to Arizona and leaving Arizona, you go through the reservation a little bit, and yeah, it's pretty weird, dude. All right, I'm gonna screen share it and type. You tell me where you think the res is at. All right. Okay. Okay. You tell me where you think the res is at. <laughs> oh god, dude. Yeah. Oh, where dude. do you where do you think the res is at? Yeah, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> and where does it, it end? Just, the city just builds around. Where does it, it dude. where does it end? It's so <laughs> crazy. There's nothing there. They this just build all, around it. Almost all of this is resland. There's parts of it that's not, but all of this yeah. and then look yep right there and then it goes into look. uh state state land um national forest yeah but this is all salt river pima yeah all this resland which is fine like it like i don't have any problem with resland but it's like these are the people you're fucking auditing you want to see a fucking house in this area like let me see if I can find one. Like, yeah, they got nice land. That's actually a nice little house. I've seen that house. But this is right next to it. And there's probably like a, a four-family place living here. And it's like, dude, it's just wild. And these are the people, those are the people getting audited. You know? And it's like, do we do we really need to audit them? Like, is that a yeah. is that a must? Do we really need the tax revenue from those people? 
Yeah. They're not going to audit all those nice golf course resources all around it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and, then, and you know, that's the thing. They're like, we're not going after the ultra rich because we don't have the resources. It's like, well then stop. Let's all right. We got 70, we got 75,000 IRS agents, right? Like, let's say, all right, let's go after the, let's go after the top 10 richest people in the United States then. And we'll use those 75,000 people and all the resources that come with them and go after them because you could probably get, but the thing is they they just won't win. So they might as well yeah. go after the poor people and squeeze the schmeckles yeah. from them. They're not going to go after like Harvard because Harvard's the one that writes their tax code. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just fucking wild. Yeah. I just don't get it. Um, in other news, did you hear the treatment plan for monkeypox? Uh, no. What is that? Fuck a, fuck a woman instead. Um, <laughs> Don't be gay. <laughs> uh, I saw a study. I saw a study come out, I think recently. And it was like 97% of the people that have monkey, monkey pox has, uh, has also engaged in um, sexual intercourse with a man within the last yeah, two it- months. Isn't it mostly gay men, right? Yeah. It's it's like, yeah, like legitimately mostly gay men. Lock, um, that lock down the gay bars. <laughs> well, dude, this is how they said HIV started, that gay men were fucking monkeys, and then they fucked each <laughs> other. And I was like, oh, this looks, this doesn't look great again. This like, is not a good good look, guys. Yeah. And, but but it's I, just so, thought, it's... I just thought that joke was funny. I just, I couldn't, I, I thought about yeah. it earlier today, and I was like, I got to say it on the podcast. It's and I was so going to say it earlier when we were talking about treatments for COVID and I was like, I got to bring this in, but I, I just had to run it back. Yeah. It's, it, I've seen a lot of like these blue checks to talk about this where they will be like, you know, the ones that were all on board with like masking children, locking down ho- people in their homes and shit, <laughs> but they're, they, they won't even tell. Sex. Well, they can't even tell gay men like, Hey, maybe you should like not have, random sex for a little bit and chill out until we figure this out like that's not locking anything down that's not you're not forcing them to do it it's just advising them like hey there's so serious you can still jack off yeah you can still jack jerk off. off for a it's, month it's not it's not like the fucking covid lockdowns where it's like hey you're not allowed to go to work and you're not allowed to work anywhere yes. else either <laughs> like yes. they're just like hey just don't have sexual intercourse with anybody, male or female. And, you know, you should be fine and it'll run its course and we'll get you the treatment. Um, but no, no, that's that's they homophobic that. yeah. to say that they shouldn't have sex. They can't fucking just say a little that, bit. Dude. It's like, like, would they have the same reaction if they had chlamydia? Like, if you get the clap, are you going to be like, well, I can't really tell you to not have sex with somebody it's else like, it's like that that should be the advice like that should be the natural advice like hey don't go out having sex with people when you have a possible sexual transmitted disease i don't know if monkeypox is directly sexual transmitted no, but it, it it's seems not sexually like it. transmitted it's it's just uh uh is monkeypox i don't think it's sexually transmitted i think it's actually transmitted just through body bodily fluids and like spit and things like that calm um <laughs> lots of calm <laughs> monkeypox but the thing in the gay community especially the like males like gay not lesbians um there's a lot more 
from what I know, <laughs> there's a lot They're more whores, group sex. dude. There's a lot They're more whores. group sex. Yeah, dude. I, dude. I was trying to type out the question and I typed this monkeypox trans. <laughs> because I stopped it. I was trying to type transmitted. Uh, and I stopped that trans for some reason. And I was like, why doesn't this look finished? Like there was something dude. else there. I've talked, I've talked to gay people where they told me, or like, dude, I was just trying, like, uh, this guy was like, I was just trying to go to the bathroom at this gay club, and I walk in the bathroom, dude, and it's just dudes fucking. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> dude, it happens like that. Uh, Monkeypox is transmitted through skin-to-skin contact, including sex, the exchange of oral and respiratory fluids, and contaminated, contaminated materials. Hmm. You know... That's something, that's something, I don't know, this kind of just reminded me, like, any of these, like, political pundits and people out there that's, like, the, a lot of these people, a lot of them, even, like, even the some conservative ones, they really bought into that COVID narrative, and I say, by the time, like, the riots started happening, and you saw the main, basically, the mainstream was, like, oh, this is okay. Go, you know, fighting racism is more important than uh, the disease, the the fucking virus that's spreading across the country that we have to lock everyone in their homes for. That should have been like the key sign that, like, yeah, this is bullshit. That, like, you know, me and you were pretty skeptical in the beginning, like from the beginning, Mm. like we had no idea how bad this was. We're like, yeah, it could be bad. We don't fucking know, but I don't think I don't think this is a good idea. You know, we weren't probably as outspoken at at first, like March, fucking yeah. April. But I would say by like May or July 2020, if that wasn't the key sign that like, yeah, this is bullshit, then I don't think that person should like any of these politicians running for office. Like, don't take I don't take any of them seriously. Like, you better like if they're not if they're fucking Republicans out there talking about reform. If we're talking about reform, like reforming the <laughs> FBI, oh, we gotta, we gotta fire the right people. We gotta, oh, we gotta reform the CDC. Fuck that, dude. It's fucking. Yeah. It's no more outright time for reform. It. Yeah, outright ban it or get rid of it, and that's it. That's the only. And that's the only thing. And I even hear. and yeah, and even if we don't get that, you still demand that. Because this is what the fucking left does. They demand a hundred percent. They want they want fucking student loan forgiveness. Every single student loan should be paid off. Well now they're I don't know, if you make I don't know what it was. If you make if you have I don't fucking remember, there's a cap to like the student loan that Biden's offering right now. And yeah, it's they still ten thousand dollars and twenty thousand dollars for people making under hundred and twenty five K. Yeah, so that's something. They're getting something. What the yeah. fuck do we get, dude? What the <laughs> fuck, dude? The state is get whatever they want. What do we get, dude? You demand it. And I don't fucking I don't care. Like there's a few like few, and I say few, like of the populist right politicians out there being like, you know, we got to abolish the FBI. We got to we got to get rid of, you know, well, Massey, he's always talking about, like, I'm writing a bill to get rid of the Department of Education. And he's like, this is what's on the bill. And it's like, the Department of Education will cease to exist 
uh December twenty yeah. <laughs> yeah, December twenty twenty two or January twenty twenty three or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, yes, that's what our demand should be at this point. Like no more like, oh yeah, we gotta fire someone. We gotta, maybe Trump will get a reelected and get rid of Fauci. Like, fuck that, dude. Get <laughs> rid of it. All of yeah. it. Slash it. Slash it. Slash it. Slash it. Slash it. All right. So this is this was from the CDC, actually. I didn't think it was like uh, th- these I didn't think the CDC was going to say this specifically, but it's on there. CDC.gov pox virus slash backslash monkey or some monkey pox or something. But it's CDC data. Ninety nine point one percent of U.S. monkey pox cases are in men of whom ninety nine percent reported male to male sexual contact. Damn, dude. <laughs> Oh shit, dude! I feel like I feel bad, like brother. Like, it's not a good look, like it, dude. We and, have and to... you got and like yeah, I know Fauci saying he's gonna retire, but he hasn't retired yet. We saw how he used like gay people the last time he was in office, and there was a disease that was primarily oh, in the gay yeah, community. Dude. So like, it's not looking good for gay men right now. Like I'm sorry, like it just doesn't yeah, look dude. like I, I feel bad. Like I legitimately from the bottom of my heart, that sucks. Because, like, but you got to stop having sex, my guy. Like, <laughs> you got to chill, bro. Chill. Yeah. Wear a condom. Just, yeah. <laughs> Wear a condom. Use a glory hole. Like, just something else, my dude. So you're not skin to skin. Yeah, dude. Don't be, don't be fucking, I don't know. Don't be exchanging bodily fluids for a little bit. Like, chill out, dude. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. <laughs> Make sure they're tested. Fuck. If, if we get a dude, if one of our friends comes out, I got monkeypox. Then we oh, know, dude. dude. <laughs> <laughs> we know, dude. I just well, the good thing, like you and I aren't in the same house anymore because then we'd have monkeypox. <laughs> yeah, but we don't go around fucking random dudes. Yeah, dude. I'm a we're we're we're, t- we're ride testing. or dies. We're ride or dies. We're, we don't we don't at we least don't wear a mask. Like at least wear a mask <laughs> damn dude you're not even wearing a mask and you know all of them are fucking COVID-19 vaccinated they got their they're on their fucking uh, triple boost yeah dude that's a good point I didn't think about that they're, <laughs> they're probably... all on their fucking they're triple boosted and they won't wear a goddamn <laughs> condom bro like that's the problem man society man they're triple boosted and still not wearing a condom oh my god I want that to be the name of the episode <laughs> Triple, triple boosted. Triple boosted, still no condom, bro. Like, like, and they can't even get somebody pregnant. They can just give them a flesh-eating disease. Yeah, I've seen, I mean, I haven't seen very many pictures. Probably seen the worst cases of what I've seen online, and it's it's disgusting. It does not look good. It looks rough. This is another reason why I feel bad for gay men. A lot of them, like the way their their appearance matters very much to them so just stop fucking bro like just stop fucking for three weeks like yeah if, you gotta if tomorrow chill. if all gay men stopped fucking for three weeks monkey pox would be over send tweet <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'll post it after this <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking yeah. gold dude it's fucking wild. But yeah, or just, you know, go fuck a woman. And then monkey pox can't get you. Dude, I uh I have something to share 
on my screen now. Uh-oh. Can you do it? Did I allow did it allow for you to do it? You have to allow me. However you do that. Or I could send it to you. Try that now. Okay, cool. Can so All right, cool. Yeah. I'm just going to preface this with it's Dr. Fauci. <laughs> oh shit. Can we hear sound? Yeah, yeah. Options. Well, Pause did you, did you hear that? No, I didn't. Hold on. Um, where was this? I forgot last time. We had this problem before. Okay, well, while you're figuring it out, I'm just going to say, so the Republican, there's been some Republicans, especially Rand Paul, who says he's going to go after Dr. Fauci when the Republicans take over in November, which I think is actually going to happen. But I don't know exactly how hard they're going to go after Fauci. But I kind of think that regardless if it actually does happen, I think Dr. Fauci is actually legitimately afraid of that. Oh, yeah, I think think he is too. I think Fauci really thinks that something's going to come to him and after these, after because he, well, not he's resigning in December this year. That's what he announced, right? Well, that January is when all the turnover happens, when all the new politicians take over in the Senate and the House. So (laughs) I think that's just interesting timing (laughs) that Fauci has chose that. And then here's a clip. Did you did you fix? Uh, I think it's on your end. So the view options on the top right or top middle of the page. View options. Or it's like. You know where it's like it's got like the green bar on the top of the page? Yes. And then there's like a little options tab right next to it. The more? Yeah, try more. Okay. There's something with sound. Got it. Got it. All right, cool. All right. It's about a minute and a half. All right. Well, I don't know if we'll listen to the whole thing, but right away you'll hear what he says. Regret particularly the last one, the shutdown, the sweeping shutdown that some said made things worse. No, I I don't, uh, Neil. And in fact, I think we need to make sure that your listeners understand I didn't shut down anything. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. And the only way to do that is by draconian means of essentially shutting down the country. We know that we can do that if we shut down. Well, I think one of the things you really need to do to the extent that you can shut down Mm. temporarily Mm. the country, I think, is important. Well, if I knew at the time that shutting down would have such a dramatic effect on controlling the spread, obviously we would have shut down earlier. There are those who say you shut down your destructive things by disrupting the economy. And others say, well, if you save so many infections by shutting down, why didn't you shut down two weeks earlier? But I don't regret saying that the only way we could have really stopped the explosion of infection was by essentially, um, I want to say shutting down. I mean, essentially having the physical separation and the kinds of recommendations that we've made. You've been a big fan of Cuomo and the shutdown in New York. You've lauded New York for their policy. New York had the highest death rate in the world. How could we possibly be jumping up and down and saying, oh, Governor Cuomo did a great job. He had the worst death rate in the world. No, you misconstrued that, Senator. 
Go back to the beginning of that real quick. What did he actually say? Did he say I never recommended or did he say I never shut I never shut it down? The sweeping shutdown that some yeah. said made things worse. No, I, I, I don't, uh, Neil. And in fact, I think we need to make sure that your listeners understand I didn't shut down anything. Yeah, I recommend that's how he's going to get out of it. I didn't shut down anything. I just recommended that we shut down. And that's how they fucking get away with everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just I've seen him on a few like this is not the only clip I've seen him on uh, kind of news shows. And he's really distancing himself from like the lockdowns. Yeah. The mandates. He's really like, oh, I didn't do that. You know, even though Trump's fault. Yeah, it's Trump's fault. You know, he was the one that like, you know, he was basically the specialist doctor for the presidents both our presidents in the, during the pandemic and he's the one that recommended all this shit went on the news and was saying we need to do this yep. and all that and he's re- so i think that <clears throat> i think that what like this rhetoric that's coming from the right actually has fauci a little nervous oh, like yeah. i don't know well, and he should be i don't know if uh, anything will actually happen nothing ever actually happens but it, it, it'll be interesting, especially if for some goddamn reason Trump gets back in the office if he runs. If he yeah, runs, I, I think he has a very good shot of winning the presidency. I just don't know if he's actually going to run. Yeah, I, I, who knows? They might. I mean, I don't they might try to stop him. I don't know if it'll work or what they'll do, but they might try to stop him. They might think that Trump's just too much. But the problem their... is, is, like, if Trump doesn't run, DeSantis might be better at that job than Trump was. Well, well, who know? I have no idea. But if they if they do somehow bar Trump, I don't know what the reaction from the right will be. I I, if they if you literally tell that they love this man, I need people to understand I'm from a Trump family. (laughs) We I am in Trump country. They fucking love this man. And if you're going to tell them that he can't even run in the election, not even give him a shot. These people believe that the election was stolen. Now you're going to tell them that Trump can't run. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, dude, but they would freak the fuck out. They would lose. I I think it would honestly, in a lot of ways, I kind of want them to do it. Not because I think it's what I want to see the reaction. I don't think it's what's best. I don't know what's best for the country. I I basically, my point is that Washington's fucked. It doesn't matter who you, who you vote for. But if you bar them, that's them showing their hand. That's them showing you like, hey, you, all the 80 some odd million people that voted for Trump, you don't get a voice in this next election. (laughs) So like, what is that, dude? Like what when when democracy is like, you know, they keep telling people he's a threat to our democracy under the like they're under their guise is like Trump's a threat to democracy. Oh, yeah, we're going to take your democratic process away from you. Yeah. Like, what is that? What precedent does that set? What does that mean? Which one's uh, a threat to the democracy? The people yeah. that are voting for who they want or yeah, the people I don't that are think, taking away that vote from people for who they want? Yeah. I don't think Trump voters are just going to like take over, bend over and take that. Bend the knee. I, I think that will open up a lot of door. I think, uh, in my opinion, I think for the cathedral, it would be much worse to bar trump from running yeah than it would to just let him run the election again (laughs) cheat again yeah 
<laughs> like I think maybe you could probably get away with it if they if you cheated more. Like you could probably get away with it more. But if you barred him, this You're country's fucked. done. I feel like yeah. this country's done, dude. We're not. It's not. Going. <laughs> um, the last thing I want to end on, it's actually like breaking news apparently right now, is uh, this is on ABC News. It says Pear pleads guilty to stealing Ashley Biden's diary, selling it to Project Veritas. Two Florida residents have pleaded guilty to stealing the diary of Ashley Biden, President Joe Biden's youngest daughter, and then selling it to the right wing activist group Project Veritas. The Justice Department announced Thursday, Amy Harris, 40, and Robbie Robert Curlander, 58, pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit interstate transportation of stolen property involving the theft of personal belongings of an immediate family member of a then former government official for taking several items belonging to Ashley Biden in September 2020. The charges, the charge carries a maximum of five years in prison. Curlander has also agreed to cooperate with the government. Fucking snitch. Though Ashley Biden, 41, is not named in the court documents. A source familiar with the case confirmed they were her belongings. Harrison Curlander stole personal property from an immediate family member of a candidate for national political office. U.S. Attorney Damian Williams said in a statement, they sold the property to an organization in New York for $40,000 and even returned to take more of the victim's property when asked to do so. Biden had stored a handwritten journal containing highly personal entries, tax records, and a digital storage card containing private family photographs and a cell phone, among other things, in a private residence in Delray Beach, Florida, where Harris was also staying. After she stole Biden's items, she got contacted. She contacted Curlander and they got in touch with a representative from Project Veritas. They met with Veritas employee in New York City shortly after they made contact with him. The DOJ said during that meeting, Harris described the circumstances of how she obtained the property and provided the property to the organization. After the meeting and at the organization's request, Harris and Curlander returned to Florida to obtain more of the victim's property in order to provide it to the organization. They were paid $20,000 each by Project Veritas after providing more of Biden's personal belongings, according to the DOJ. In a statement Thursday, Project Veritas said, Project Veritas new gathering, news gathering was ethical and legal. A journalist's lawful receipt of material later alleged to be stolen is routine commonplace and protected by the first amendment after the pair went to the house in florida to steal more of the information kirklander sent a text to harris saying they expected as much as one hundred thousand dollars from project veritas for the additional possessions they are in a sketchy business and here they are taking what's literally a stolen diary and info and trying to make a story that will ruin the victim's life and try and affect the election the victim can easily be thinking all her stuff is there and not concerned about it. We have to tread even more carefully and that stuff needs to be gone through by us. And if anything world worthwhile, it needs to be turned over and must be out of that house. The text message said, according to court documents, Harris acquired Ashley Biden's property after she was invited to live there shortly after Ashley moved out. Biden stored her stuff at the property, according to the DOJ. The duo also allegedly tried to sell the stolen property at a fundraiser benefit, Candidate-2, which is believed to be former President Donald Trump. Harris and Kirklander attended the fundraiser with the intent of showing the victim stolen property to a campaign representative of Candidate-2. 
hoping that the political campaign would purchase it. The campaign representative declined to purchase the information. A representative of candidate two's political campaign conveyed Amy Harris and Robert Kerglander, the defendants, that the campaign was not interested in purchasing the property and advised Harris and Kerglander to provide the items to the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the court documents said. Fucking wild. So the big thing with this is Project, I, I think Project Veritas is very true in this, where news organizations have always gotten things that were um either taken illegally or stolen illegally or well yeah there's they've been stolen or acquired illegally is what i should have said um snowden fucking uh the afghanistan papers uh like a lot of these things aren't always they're not always come across uh in the most legal sense of things true um (laughs) But it's going to be very interesting what's in those things. And I hope it comes out. Like, I don't really care. Well, there was some of it. So some of it already did come out. And there's a very interesting entry in there. And it's Ashley Biden detailing uh, inappropriate showers with her father. Oh, wow. So, well, the thing was, is like some of that stuff came out already. And it was, but it was up in the air if that diary was real because everyone was like oh we don't know we don't know if there's no way to confirm it so it was like one of those things where it's like "Ah," you know i lean toward that's probably real because our elites are usually pedophile disgusting human beings but i'm not gonna go on go out and say it is because well it might be fake who fucking knows but the way they're acting they're prosecuting the people that had the diary i feel like that is the pretty good indication that that fucking diary is legit and that diary has a lot of weird shit and because it's ashley biden detailing her personal experience with her family and it's i mean that's that was the that's the thing that's off top of my head that i can remember but there's other stuff about that diary that's come that came out and so this is just a quick thing it says shocking sexual allegations are emerging from the reported diary of ashley biden president joe biden's daughter According to the DailyMail.com, Ashley Biden, a drug addict, <laughs> left her personal diary under a mattress in a Palm Beach, Florida halfway house where she stayed during a rehab stint. The diary reportedly details her drug abuse, sex addiction, and her being hypersexualized. Ashley Biden also recounts times she showered with her father when she was young. Something she allegedly wrote was probably not appropriate. Interesting. Interesting. So... That's going to be a fun little uh, tidbit to watch how it evolves over the coming weeks. Yeah, dude. Well, yeah, because like, this is Project Veritas, I guess. Well, that and I mean, I feel like this is dude. There's just so much piling up on Biden. I know. I feel like I feel like he's done after the midterms. He's got to be done. I feel like I'm going to I'm putting myself out there. Biden is They'll push him out respectfully. They'll make it seem like oh, he's... Oh, you think they're going to get rid of him? Yeah, I think they're getting rid of him, dude. I think he's done. They're keeping him in there because they... I, just I think they don't will... know if they can go with Kamala. I just don't know if it's going to work. I don't know, dude. I don't know either. And I, I, I know like who they'll pick for VP. I feel like keeping the doting, dumb white man that was President Biden... 
in office is better than putting Kamala Harris in charge for the Dems. I yeah, I don't I know mean, though. I don't know. Lot, I think you're I like if it's a toss up, so I'd much. say. I mean, her approval rating was lower than Biden's, like somehow. I don't know how that's possible when she's the VP. Like the VP really doesn't do shit. Like just yeah. All you gotta do is talk to the press sometimes. Pretend you're important. That's all you gotta it's do. Because America's racist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I just feel it's well. I I think his health kind of plays a part. I think that's what they'll bring up. Is they'll be like, you know, he's older. He's not as you. I think that's what they'll push him out with, and they'll be like, yeah, he's gonna step down and let and let a a strong black woman of or woman of color take the the reins stories there yeah i think they i think they have the story and i think i i just don't i don't know i think they they got i think they got to change it up somehow because it make for good reality tv but it has to be harris because if they don't give it to harris i feel like the woke side of the left will lose (laughs) their fucking mind i kind of hope they don't because that would be hilarious I hope they don't allow Harris and bring another old white man. <laughs> yeah, that'd be hilarious. That'd be so funny. Uh, but I think I think it will be Harris. I think we're gonna see a Kamala Harris presidency. And now those IRS agents got a lot scarier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, that's gonna be fun. It's gonna be interesting to watch that. Uh, I, I guess it says, I remember having sex with friends at a young age, showers with my dad, probably not appropriate, was the the journal entry. Exactly. Weird. Creepy. So, yeah. I have well, three I've I've made three predictions on this podcast. A red wave in November. Biden's out. And I think I said this a couple months ago, so we'll say ten months from now, fucking NATO's falling apart. Well, at least a major NATO country's gonna yeah well you said a a major nato country is gonna leave so i I might true yeah i might be wrong about that it might be the european union that falls apart (laughs) i wonder if that's i wonder if that's something that you can bet on on predicted oh but i forgot the right the right hates betting now like we can't we can't have online gambling anymore you can all suck my fucking dick yeah we'll talk about it next time on the show but uh i guess that's the fucking shit show um Typo is going to be on the Unfit Statesman uh, podcast on his Patreon episode. So if you want to go check that out, go check that out. Um, I won't be there because I got some shit to do. But yeah, you got any last words? Uh, Buy Bitcoin. And (laughs) um, no, that's all I got. That's all I got. Buy Bitcoin. The collapse is coming. Word up. (laughs) (laughs) Word up. Top G. (laughs) Top G. All right, we out. That's the fucking shit show.